There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hi and welcome to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. I'm Ross Powell and I'll be hosting as Andy's at the Darts. Let's start on breakfast where Alan and Ali were joined by darts player Fallon Sherrick who'd just become the first woman to win a match at the PDC World Championships. What an achievement. Fallon, what a night. Double 18, wasn't it? Uh, just mad. And, and coming from behind, that was special. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Like, it was amazing. What about Fallon before the match? Did you know? Um, what, what were you feeling? You feeling if you played your best starters, you could, you could, you could win? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, before um, I put the effort in, I put the hours in, I put the practice in, so I always believed I could win. And the fact that I did it, I, I was just like I'm speechless still. It's some achievement, Fallon. Listen, we I've never been there. I have never met the Ally Parley. Tell me the atmosphere is absolutely incredible. And listen to the commentary from Mark Wilson and Paul Nicholson there, the atmosphere. What is it like to play in that you know, with that those people cheering you on, the atmosphere uh, in that particular venue? Oh, it's absolutely awesome. I mean, obviously to have all the crowd behind me was definitely an experience that I'd never had before. And it just boosted me with a load of confidence. And I just relaxed and just played my game and I got over the line. So I'm absolutely over the moon with it. Fallon, what did Ted say at the end? Because obviously he'll be hurting this morning. Was he a good loser? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ted's a really nice bloke anyway. I mean, he's like really nice. So he was really respectful and he congratulated me and he was just really nice in his interviews and stuff. Lovely. Fallon, can I ask you, is there anybody you would like to play in the in the tournament? Um, well, I'm really excited to play Mensa next. I mean, obviously, when the draw come out, um, I wanted to win my first game to play Mensa because he's one yeah. of the best in the world. And when is that? When is that, Fallon? Is it tomorrow night? Uh, Saturday evening. Saturday evening. Saturday Another evening. bumper crowd. Wow. And they're going to be behind you. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So, Fallon, how far can you go? Is it a case of if you, if you, you know, you hit your doubles? Because there's no problems with, you know, hitting the treble 20s. Is that what it's all about? Big events, hitting your final doubles when you get the chance? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, if I can just keep them under pressure and hit my doubles um, I, and keep with them, I'm sure I can just carry on. But I'm going to take each game as it comes. Brilliant. Fallon, Brilliant. can I ask you? Fabulous. How difficult have you found it to, to, to get to where you are in what is generally speaking a male-dominated sport? Um, well, obviously, it's a bit... Um, well, it's a bit, um, like, a little bit difficult. Yeah. 
Um, but the fact that we got the opportunity to play in it, I mean, it was a great achievement in itself, especially to qualify. So I'm really happy with that. Yeah, brilliant. So you, what we did, we have a nice rest today or is it back to practice? Um, I'm actually doing loads of interviews today and then I'll have a rest and then practice later on when I get a chance. So, yeah, I'm going to carry on practicing until my game on Saturday. Right, Fallon. Six million dollar question. If you don't win it, who's winning it? Is M- MVG winning it? Winning it? I know he's favourite. Yeah, I've always got to back MVG. <laughs> he's, he's he's phenomenal, isn't he? He's come in. I mean, I always and, and I, Alan and I were speaking about it earlier on the job and the talent that some of the power had. Phil Taylor, I thought it was going to be very very difficult to follow, but MVG's oh, kind of stepped into his shoes a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's just relentless. Like he's just so determined as well. So, Fallon, you said, I think you said after uh, your interview that you had taped it. Have you had a chance to watch it back yet? Pardon? Have you had a chance to watch your display back? You, you, you recorded it last night, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I haven't had the chance to watch it back no. yet, but as soon as I get five minutes, I'm going to watch it back. Over to Drive, and it's fair to say that Adrian Durham isn't a fan of the League Cup. I was listening to the sports bar last night and Andy Goldstein said Liverpool had no leaders. He also described the World Club Championship as a vanity mission. And I think he, uh, I think he slightly misjudged that uh, because times have changed. You know, the League Cup, it used to be brilliant, but yeah. it isn't anymore. And I think that Jurgen Klopp does not deserve the grief. He's been put into this position. And in the last few years, he, he had to weigh up which was the most important. And in the modern era, I'm sorry, people might not like it. Traditionalists don't like it, I guess. But the World Club Championship is way more important. If you look at the League Cup, there was a final a couple of years ago. League 2, Bradford got to the final and were battered 5-0. It was embarrassing. Burton, in the semi-final last year, conceded 9 in the first leg. A League 1 side in the semi-final. Liverpool playing their kids last night, for me, was the last straw. This is the end of the League Cup competition. France, this is the last season they're having a League Cup. Mm. And we won't be far behind. This is the end of the League Cup. Well, when it comes down to it, when you say that, is but a lot of people reckon Klopp should have played a mixed team in both. Left some of his experienced players here for that and some of his experienced players over there. But surely that would have been a case of, well, you're gambling with both. Yeah. Half-hearted But about, saying yeah. that, looking at the team selection tonight, he's got a few worries, a few niggles, and a few people who might be carrying an illness, and he's rested them. I mean, look, look at that side. It's a million times what that side last night was. Come oh, on. of course it is, but still, it's not his elite no team, is it? There's no comparison, is it? It's, it's still, some of them are his backup players. Lalana, Ox is a backup player. Keita is a backup player for him. Shakiri is a backup. Origi is a backup. Gomez is backup. You can go all the way through it, Aid. Milner. But so it's still a it. very strong team. He's got yeah, it's a way stronger team than last night, and he's got the final on Saturday. I think he's assuming yes. that he's picked a team that he thinks yes. will beat Monterey. And, and I have no problem with that. And I totally agree with him. He takes his best players, the the won the Champions League. Those are the players that go and represent Liverpool in that tournament. It's just unfortunate because of their success, they ended up being in the competition in a quarter final against Aston Villa. It's just bad. It's just bad luck, and and yeah, it's got to be looked at. Let's get your views on it. I think it is, it is the end of the League Cup. There's been enough examples of humiliation in the last few years, and and the levels in the League Cup being dragged down. And I appreciate Man City have won a few of them. Do you think Man City would be bothered if it wasn't there? I don't think so either. It's not what it used to be. It's a shame for some of us traditionalists, but it isn't what it used to be. All this evidence tells me that the League Cup should be scrapped. 
Well, Jim White wasn't available for White and Sawyer, so Trevor Sinclair joined Natalie. They spoke about a transfer rumour which could see Leroy Sane head to Bayern and Jaden Sancho replace him at City. Surely not. Talk to us about Leroy Sane. Well, love him as a player. I think he's been exceptional at Manchester City um, in his time at the club. Um, but the rumours are growing mm. uh, that he wants to leave, um, yeah. which is, is sad. I think most Manchester City fans have fallen in love with him. Um, he's dynamic. He's got an unfair advantage because he's, his parents are both Olympians. So genetically, he is unbelievable. Great to look at, fantastic um, to market. So he ticks all the boxes for me. You know, he's effective, he scores goals, he assists. Um, yeah, he's, he's a real superstar in the making. It's, I'm just not sure how he's going to come back after this ACL. Mm-hmm, I had a mm-hmm. PCL uh, injury um, when I was quite young and it was I found it very difficult to come back. I had to adjust my game and adapt my game because the pace wasn't quite as explosive when I come back. So it'll be interesting to see how he does when he does come back. But I, I do want it, I, I want it to be in a Manchester City blue shirt mm. and I'm not sure it's going to happen because the, the rumours are getting louder. And will that open the door for maybe the return of the young one, Jaden Sancho? Oh, is that what you think? Right, yeah. okay. Well, on, on Sane, I mean, it, it's, this has been going on for a little while, hasn't it? This sort of rumours of him yeah. returning to Germany, was playing at Schalke, then came to Manchester City. Bayern Munich have, have been linked with him for quite a while. And I suppose there is always that lure of going back to your homeland. Yeah, and I think if you are German, I think that's the pinnacle for you, if you can play mm. for Bayern Munich. So you can understand why he would want to go and play there at some stage in his career. But I just feel there's so much more for him to do at Manchester City. So um, going back to Jaden Sancho, um, he's 19 years old. He turned his back on the club in a way, for me, um, looking from a fan's perspective. Um He's shown a lot of bravery doing that and it didn't go particularly well at, at the start when he went to Borussia Dortmund. Um, but he finally got himself in the team, putting some fantastic performances in. Just talking talking about Jaden, I do feel he's an exceptional player, but the way Manchester City play, I'm not sure he's dynamic enough. He is still very young, um, at 19, he's, he's 20 in March, um, so he's still got a lot of growth mm-hmm. in that respect, uh, physically. Um, and his speed and his his, um, cardiovascular ability. But I I think he's a fantastic player. I'm just not sure the fact that he, he, he walked away from Manchester City that Pep would have him back. And I'm not. Sure. I'd like to. I'd like to know. You whether think the, he's that personal, Pep? He offered him. I think he offered him everything uh, from a financial point of view. But and you can't you can't knock the lad for wanting to play football. I didn't think he'd had a, a great opportunity at Manchester City to play, so he's gone away, earned his stripes, and he's now a hundred million plus player. So, um, but when you're looking at his personality, to, to walk away from the club. I'm not sure whether that's something that would interest Pep, but it'd be interesting to see. Well, Liverpool left it late, but they did beat Monterey 2-1 in the Club World Cup semi-final. Moose joined Joe Gomez in the mix zone. Joe, first of all, what does it mean to be through to the World Cup Cup final? Yeah, I mean, we always want to compete for the trophies and the chance to get in the final and compete for one is exactly what we came in for, so... It was nice to get get the winner and obviously avoid extra time. So, yeah, credit to the boys. Fair to say that wasn't your best game of the season. In terms of the as team, a team, yeah. yeah, not yours personally, the team. No, no, no. I think, yeah, obviously it was difficult for us to, to get going and um, we could have been more clinical at times. And you know, when we're at our best, like you say, we're we're a lot more um, decisive on the counter and and, and, and punish teams more. But 
yeah, I mean, we got to take the positives from it. We got the result, and that's what it's been about this season. I think we haven't always been our best, and we still got results. So yeah, it's big. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of games. It's usually won by the old goal. In fact, quite most of the games you won by the old goal, and you've done it again tonight. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it would be nice to, to give in, to be given three nils, four nils, but. Sometimes that's what happens, you've got to grind it out and sometimes it takes moments of magic from, from our, 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 our top players and, and we have that in the team. So, yeah, Bobby was the one tonight and, and we have to give, give thanks to we have someone like that on our team. You're 90 minutes away from lifting the only trophy Liverpool have never won in their glorious history. You may be able to call you a world champion, how's that feel? Yeah, that'll be a special moment. I think now it's about rest and recovery and then preparing for the next game. So, yeah, I'll focus straight away, turn to the final and... Yeah, it'd be special. I think a club with the sort of history that this one's got, it's, it's, it's a rare occasion that you can get a trophy that's never been won, so that's what we hope to do. Finally, Flamingo are taking this super seriously. They've been training for it for ages. I mean, it's not going to be easy Saturday, is it? Yeah, I think rightly so. Um, we know it's not going to be an easy game as, as tonight wasn't, and we expect nothing less. So we know it'll be a tough game and, and we've got to be ready. Back to breakfast, where heavyweight boxer Daniel Dubois was joined by Frank Warren, his promoter. They joined the boys for a chat. Friday, the big fight. How are you feeling, Daniel? I'm oh, feeling good, feeling great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, well, you look fantastic. It looks fantastic. Look in some it? condition. So yeah. what's, how, what's the deal? You've had 13, 12 knockouts, 13 victories? Yes, keeping it going, yeah, up until, yeah. Next one's going to be another knockout on Saturday. Another knockout, man. And this yeah. is a copper box, Frank, over it in Stratford, yeah? Yeah, it is. Uh, we've got, good, it's got a real good night's uh, boxing there, the fight before Christmas. And uh, Daniel's fighting Fujimoto. This guy's 21 and 1 from, he's a Japanese heavyweight. Yeah. Former work kick, uh, kickboxer, world kickboxing champion. And he had undefeated for eight years. That loss was eight years ago. Apparently. See, in terms of preparation, obviously, uh, is it easy to get footage? Of your opponent like that, I mean, he's not, as you say, comes from Japan. Is it easy to get footage and study and watch and look and learn and get obviously a plan of attack? Yeah, I don't, I don't myself don't study footage too much. I just go in there, just start swinging, start letting go. <laughs> Daniel, whoa, 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 you can't just start swinging. <laughs> <But> he does. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I like to have a good tear up. I like to, you know, fill fill him out first, and uh, if I was a knockout there, go for it. So, Daniel, um, with Wilder. Will Tyson be too smart for him? Will he just, you know, box him? Possibly, but I don't know if um, conventional boxing is going to work on Wilder because he's unconventional himself. They're both awkward in their own way. Yeah. Um, Wilder's, you know, wild and crazy, throws mad punches, and um, Fury's got, you know, different movement for a heavyweight. So it's, I hope it's a good fight. I'm Paul Hawksby, and this is TalkSport Daily. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hawksby and Jacobs were joined by actor and Brighton fan Robert Bathurst, best known for comedy drama Cold Feet. You're back in the theatre at the moment, we understand. Well, just, I think we're all aware this is not necessarily the talk sport <laughs> heartland, Robert. It really is. <laughs> no, I'm a, yeah, it starts in February and it's a show I've been brewing for about eight years. It's uh, been adapting to books, like books not written for theatre, and, uh, and there's two of us in it and it's got cartoons in it. Oh, <laughs> it's called Love, Loss and Chianti. Yeah. The reason being that both books are about love and loss. There's a lot of drinking in the second half, so I call the show Love, Loss and Chianti. <laughs> it sounds good. And is it a, a, a poet? Uh, is this a poet you know? Or? Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's a poet I, I've met. And I, re- I read that one and read this book and uh, really thought this could be banged out to an audience. And the other one is really fun. One's very sad, one's very funny, but they're both by him. One's autobiographical, one's fictional. And um, there is a connection between them. The language is so clear, so emotional, so funny wow. uh, that I thought this could go work with mainstream theatre audiences. Oh, good. good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, Sports-wise... Sorry? Clem Fandango. Uh, yeah, Clem Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> Bikini Bamalam, maybe. <laughs> we need him back. Um, yeah, so sports-wise, mm. you, uh, you're you a Brighton and Hove Albion fan. Yeah, I'm mean, I, in football, I support Brighton. Um, and, uh, and I sort of came to them when I moved to Sussex and I went down to the With Dean and I sort of got taken by a lifelong fan of, of Albion. And uh, I sort of took them on and I just saw they were they became my team I, I'd been out of the game for a while I've always always enjoyed the game wherever I'm working I'll go to see the game if I'm in sort of Vienna or Accrington or wherever it is I always so go you always game. take in a match yeah yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a good, yeah. that's a good that's a great one Accrington v Vienna yeah Accrington v Vienna was tremendous they rarely draw each other do they well actually the, the, the Ap- Austrian Cup sorry Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah the atmosphere at Accrington is absolutely fantastic you have three rows behind the goal with a big banner saying uh, Stanley Ultras and they have a drum they could be at San Siro for <laughs> you sure it's not a bloke called Stanley Ultras <laughs> Stanley Oltras has got a shop in Accrington. The Oltras family, the big thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. is there is there a cry? I mean, uh, is there a, is there a, <laughs> what are people? Do they? Is there a kind of line? Is there a part of your career? Do they shout something? Well, it you? entirely depends on the generation. If they, if, yeah. they're, if, they're, if they're old, they say hi, Downton Abbey. If they're middle aged, they say cold feet. And if they're young, they say hello, toast. <laughs> so they just say the hello and yeah, the name, like certain yeah. name of the yeah. show here. Yeah. Back to Weiss and Sawyer, where former Manchester City, Chelsea and England winger Sean Wright Phillips joined Natalie and Trevor in the studio. He started by talking about Frank Lampard. He was always a leader, especially when I came in. He was he was always helpful with me and good with me. Like I was new to the club and I learned a lot from him. I knew as soon as he got the ball, he doesn't have to look up. 
he just knows where I should be. So <laughs> I would just run. And I just know the ball's coming. Yeah. So it, it, it was good. And like he was a leader. It, he wasn't the captain at the time when I was there, but you could see he loved the clubs, he loved the players, and he had a lot to teach people. We're talking about also moments where you've lost your head as a result of a game, uh, of a moment. It could be good or bad. So we've had a, a real mixture of things. Has there been a moment as a fan, say, of, of, a foot, of football, that you've gone absolutely, you know, balmy because it's just sent you wild because it's been a good thing or a bad thing? As a fan, more so. Yeah. V A R. Oh, it just in general. Me up the wall. Oh dear. <laughs> That's, oh. another, that's a whole episode. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll actually talk about that maybe a little bit bit later on, but I'm guessing you're quite happy not playing with VAR. Yes, definitely, yeah. <laughs> talk to me about, can I just put in, sorry, Natalie, talk to me about Aguero scoring against QPR. Oh. To win the league, because my was head virtually yes. fell off that when that went in. Because Zeko was, scored, I didn't need to make it free all. But it was like, for me, I, it was weird because... Would you, would you celebrate it inside? I want Come on. City to win the title. Of course I do. <laughs> but then at the same time, I didn't want QPR to go down. So we didn't know enough. No. So it was just like, <laughs> oh, oh like no, divided. does this mean we're down? Am I meant to be happy? <laughs> it was like Tough weird, one, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because I play for QPR, so I'm a professional. My heart is there. Yeah. But at the same time, I have another heart, yeah. which is like for City, it would be great to be around and see him win the title. And it worked out perfectly because yes, you stayed exactly. up anyway. Yeah. On Drive, Adrian Durham and Darren Goff were talking Mikel Arteta. I can't quite get my head around it. Bearing in mind the position Arsenal are in, they, they're kind of... I mean, our Arsenal supporting producers said they're rolling a dice. It could turn up one and they're in a relegation battle or it could turn up six and they somehow sneak their way into the top six, possibly even top four. Look at the turnaround for Spurs who are on the brink of the yeah. top four. But what a massive gamble that is. It, I mean, Everton with Ancelotti are reducing the risk, should they appoint him. Well, Spurs with Mourinho. Mourinho yeah, yeah. That reduced the risk. This just increases the risk, doesn't it? Mm. A rookie. Well, they probably think he's, but he, he had a chance last time out. Um, they decided to go for Emery. Um, it didn't work out. Um, it almost didn't have an understanding of what the fans wanted, how they wanted to play. Uh, relationship with other people at the football club looks like it didn't work. The fans lost that connection. And with Arteta, um, I have chuckled when people say, well, he played there. But he's not been there for a while. He's been number two at another football club. Now, when you talk about the the moving on into a, a bigger role, if you look to Guardiola, he was working at Barcelona. An opportunity came along and they went for him. Zidane, he was working at Real Madrid. The opportunity came along and they went for him. Now, if the opportunity came at Manchester City after working another 12 months under Pep Guardiola and they believe what they've seen and he's been around that Pep Guardiola thing and they went, Arteta, you know something? He's not managed, but Barcelona have done it, Real Madrid do it, we're going to do it. The number two is going to go to number one and he's going to do the job, right? And, and I could get that. And I am sure, I'm absolutely convinced Arteta's people would have gone to Man City and said, is there any chance of me taking over from Pep when he steps away? It must have been, we can't promise you that, for him to even think about leaving. Mm. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think that from that point of view, that's Arsenal getting somebody who wanted another job but couldn't get it, so he, he's going to Arsenal. From Arsenal's point of view as well, I, I just see it as such a huge gamble. You never know. He could be brilliant. I'll, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. he could be. He could be the best we've ever seen. We don't know. It's such a huge gamble. He's a rookie. 
he is basically Freddie Lundberg, and, and he wasn't any good. And it was another crazy night on the midnight train to madness. Jamie's up next. Hello, Jamie. How are you? Oh, that was, that was impressive. Welcome to Clips of the Week. Yeah. Jamie, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, yeah. Okay. Sound like R2D2 there, bro. It for was a, moment. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. What have you got for us, Jamie? Um, right, my, my birthday is on the 30th of December, and somebody said to me today, if you're born on the 31st of December, you will always be able to say, my birthday is this year. You'll never be able, you'll never say, my birth. obviously your birthday couldn't can have been last year, but your next birthday will always be this year. It's right. Not next year. He's right. See, my, see, I can't have a birthday this year because I already had mine. I can't say my birthday this year. Yeah, that, that is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my fun fact of the day. You yeah. can always say your birthday this year. Yeah. But do you know what? If you're, if you're born on the 1st of January... You can, it doesn't you, work. You can always say my birthday's next no, year. No, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's next year. Yeah, but you can say that with your birthday. No, no. no. I know, but then for, for all year, you can say my birthday's next year. All year. Go on then, off you go, Al. All right. Yesterday I got up and my phone had gone black and white instead of colour. So I took it to the shop and asked them to see if they, what was wrong with it. Yeah. I left it there for about half hour and I went back. And when I went into the shop to find out what was wrong, he told me that the battery was pregnant. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> and what... What have you been Congratulations. doing? <laughs> that was the Talk Sport Daily Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and thanks for listening. Remember, the podcast is available to download on iTunes and Acast. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.